Thank you for listening to today's message. Avenue Church is a Christian church located in Las Vegas. For more information, visit avenuechurch.cc. Enjoy the message. How many were here last Sunday? Last Sunday, I love my church. We kicked it off. We had an amazing day. Our shirts are gone. They are out of here. We ordered hundreds and hundreds of shirts. It was so great to see everyone wear and rep their shirt, even today, all right? I'm proud of you guys. I love seeing the bibs. Um, babies. I love seeing our little ones have shirts. And next year, we'll make sure we order more and more. But man, I even got to celebrate. My wife said we had 23 baptisms. But last Sunday, we don't count hands. We count connect cards or if you text hope to our number. But last Sunday, we had seven people take a step towards Jesus and accept Jesus into their life. And so can we give a hand clap for that? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's why we do what we do every single Weeks. I think it's okay to love our church. It's okay to love your church. Sometimes it's like, I love my church. You're like, you're in a cult. You're weird, all right? I don't know what they're doing over there. But how many know this is a great place to call home? And so if you're a first-time guest with us, it is our desire for Avenue Church to be a place where you can belong before you believe, a place where you feel accepted, a place where you can say, you know what? I think I'll call this place home as I go on my spiritual journey. I got to share, last Sunday I said, you know, I love my church. It's okay to love things, all right? Like, I love funnel cake. Who here loves funnel cake? Where are my funnel cake people at? All right? Some people are like, I know you do a pastor. I was like, calm down. But this, uh, the, during the week, I had a beautiful text message from three ladies that went, I don't know, I don't know if they went out of their way, but they went to Disneyland, got themselves some funnel cake, and sent me a picture. That's amazing. So give it up for the ladies, yes. Praise God, yeah. And then I had another family. They texted me a picture of homemade funnel cake in their home in Las Vegas. They're like, we made homemade funnel cake, but you get none. I don't know what's wrong with those people, but man, it's just amazing to see people really grasp the message. It is okay to love your church, because I believe that the church is the greatest hope of the world, that Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago died on the cross. Why? for the local church, for you and me today. But we also, we have another little mantra here at Avenue Church, and that is we are better together. We don't do life alone. You know, just a few uh, months ago, I was on a plane and I went on a little trip and I, was come, I flew back by myself and I sat next to this gentleman. If you don't know who I, if, uh, about, about me, I'm completely deaf in this year. I wear hearing aid in this year. And so I'm 60% deaf on this side. So if you're on this side of me, I don't hear you. Like, like, I'm so sorry. So people are like, you're a jerk until I realize you're deaf on that side. And so I was sitting on the airplane, and, and I was on an aisle seat, and this gentleman was right next to me. And so I sat down and just said, hey, how are you? Cool. Don't talk to me. You know what I mean? Like, I need to sleep on this plane. I need to study. I need to do something. Because if we engage in conversation, I'm going to be like this the whole entire time. Like, what would you say? And they, people think that's weird. So we were sitting in the plane, and as we're approaching into Las Vegas, I, I decided, okay, now it's a safe time to talk because we're about to get off this thing. And so I turned to him, and, and he, he looks super excited. He's like, whoop, whoop, Vegas, right? Whoop, whoop. And he turns to me, he goes, are you visiting Vegas? And I said, oh, no, uh, I live here. And I could see the look on his face. It looked like he was like, oh, this guy's a celebrity. Like, oh. I was like, homeboy, if I was a celebrity, I would not be in coach. Can I get a witness, somebody? Calm down. And so he was like, oh. and so he goes, what do you do? Like, what do you work at? And, and, and when he asked me, what do I do in Vegas? What do I do for a living? 
I had a choice to make. Should I lie? You know, because a lot of times if I say, I'm a minister of the Most High God, they're like, oh, okay, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, I believe in the Holy Word. Yeah, I mean, like, people get a little nervous. And so I, I thought I could lie. Maybe he said, you know, like, I dance for Jesus, you know, or uh, something. Uh, that, that would make sense, right, Mark? It would make sense. And so I turned to him and I said, I'm a pastor in Las Vegas. And you can see just this confusion, you know. And, uh, and he was like, oh. And he, what he said to me was, oh, uh, I'm not religious. And I turned to him for the sake of conversation, right? I said, me neither. And he looked at me like, what the heck? Like, what kind of church you running? I said, I'm not religious. That's why I started a church. Can I get a witness, somebody? But let me encourage you today that Christianity is not a denomination. Christianity is not an organization. But Christianity is a relationship. It is a relationship with Jesus Christ that we serve a relational God who loves us before we even knew that we needed him. That is why I love the local church. That is why I love my church. We have four steps here at Avenue Church. Step one is we want people to know God. When people walk into our worship experience, we want you to know God, not know church or religion. We want you to know Jesus. Then once you begin to know Jesus, then you begin to find your second step. Only then will you begin to find freedom. But 87% of Christians never go from knowing God to finding freedom. And I'll talk a little bit more about that. After they begin to find freedom, freedom from your yesterday so you can move forward to your future. All of a sudden you begin to find freedom. Then you begin to discover your purpose, that God made you on purpose for a purpose. I'm here to encourage you today. You might find success in life, success in business, success wherever you're at. You might have all the things that you need or want. You might be saying, Pastor, I am fine, but I have no purpose. There's no purpose in my life. We want to help you discover that in Growth Track next week in step one. And then after that, it is amazing to see people every single week make a difference. Make a difference serving at church. Make a difference in their business place. Make it a difference wearing your I love my church shirt. If you wore it this week to work or around people, good job. Come on, somebody. You're like, I'm mad today. You love your church? I don't, not today. You know, like, I need to calm down a little bit. But those are our four steps at Avenue Church, and we love seeing people take a step. But our mantra here today is, you know what? Let's not do life alone. That people will go from knowing God to finding freedom only when you share your life with others. There are just some things that are better together. For an example, okay, like you're incredible, but for an example, like a graham cracker is okay by itself. Like if you're like in a mood for a graham cracker, but how many know it's better with chocolate and marshmallow? Come on, somebody. That is definitely better together. How many ready for fall? You're like, it's so hot outside. Why? You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited for fall. How about the next one? We got pumpkin spice from Starbucks. How many know Starbucks coffee's great, but with, with the pumpkin, it is just better together. How many like pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice. Can you calm down with pumpkin spice? Can you relax? Can you wait till like November, please? You're like, pumpkin spice latte. Calm down. It's 101 degrees outside. I love pumpkin spice. That's better together. Another one I wrote down is cookies and milk, huh? Cookies are okay, but you got to have milk with it. Where's my, where's my closet milk and cookies, people? Raise your hand. Look, this is a safe place. This is a safe place. We can, they can have a small group, right? B-Y-O-M, bring your own milk. 
And we'll provide cookies. That's a great small group idea. All right, there's lots of, <laughs> I'm messed up. Coffee and cream. How many drink your coffee black? Just straight black. You are a man. Come on, somebody. <laughs> right? But coffee and cream, it's, it's just better together. So there's things that are great by themselves, but sometimes things are better when you couple it together. Let me encourage you today that you are God's masterpiece, that you've been bought with a price, that God made you on purpose and for purpose. But you're amazing, but with a group of friends all going towards the same destination, you are much better. We are better together. There are some things that are simply better together. Now this mantra, this is not like a cool relevant term. We saw like hashtag better together. Oh man, I gotta get this on, on, our, on our church website. This is something that we found in the Word of God. So if you got your Bibles, you can use your uh, Uversion app. You can Facebook this thing. You don't have to Facebook down here. You can Facebook right here. I want you to share the world what we're teaching on today. But at Acts chapter 2, verse 42 through 47, it says this in the Bible. In Acts chapter 2, the local church began. The local church began. And it said they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. That's the Bible. That's the Word of God. That's what we're doing here every Sunday. They, they devoted themselves to teaching and to fellowship. And to fellowship. Have you ever heard that it's kind of old church word, right? Like, you want to come fellowship with us? Not if that's what you call it. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't going that. But this means community and breaking of bread. You know what? That means two things. They would have holy communion together, but also they would eat together. How many know I am better with food? Come on, somebody. We're going to break bread. We're going to eat together. We're going to get together and feast and to prayer. But it says this, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles and all the believers. And we have it on the screen. I want everyone to say this together. Ready? All the believers were together and they had everything in common. And when they got together on a common purpose, it says this, and the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. Those that are being saved. There is power in being together. There is power in not doing life alone, but in doing life together. Now, speaking of people, I want to ask this question real quick this morning. Raise your hand. You're like a lot of hand raising, Pastor, all right? Raise your hand if you are an extrovert. Extrovert. Extrovert people, my mother-in-law, oh yeah, right? Raise your hand up, raise your hand. Come, I need a little whoop whoop, right? Last service, no extroverts. I was like, extroverts! And they were like, I think, I think I'm an extrovert. Raise your hand if you're an introvert. Introvert, I love this, look around, look around. They're like barely raising their hand, huh? I saw like a half introvert raise, like, I'm an, extro I'm an introvert. You know what I love about this is that during, um, during growth track, we do what's called a disc assessment. It happens during step two, where people go on growth track and they begin to discover who they are. And they'll take a couple, a few minute test on their phone and discover what their personality is like. And so we did growth track with our launch team of 85 adults before we launched this church. Why? Because we wanted to do what, we wanted our team to experience what growth track is. Why? Because we're selling what we're smoking to everybody. Come on, somebody. So we rented this church out, and we began to do growth track. And after everyone did their disc assessment, this is what we said. I said, hey, raise your hand if you're an extrovert. 85 people, 85 adults. Kids are all in the other room going crazy. I said, 85 adults. I said, who's an extrovert? I had my hand raised. One person out of 85 adults. I was like, woo! Nobody else. 
And I said, raise your hand if you're an introvert. 84 hands went up. They're like, we're here to help you. You know what I mean? Like, this is good. We are in trouble. But here's what I love. We were better together. On our launch day, seeing 389 people. Do you realize that this fall, we are almost to our launch day number? Why? Because we are better together. That people are experiencing life in Jesus Christ. There's a great African saying, we've said this before, but listen to this. If you want to go fast, go alone. And that's kind of the problem with our society and our culture right now. I want to go fast. I want to go, 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 go. I, I, I don't have any time. I, I got to get to my destination. I got to climb that, that progression. It says this, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. If you want to go far, go together. That wants you to know that we are better together at Avenue Church. So if you're taking notes, I'm going to go quick this morning. But here's the reasons why we are better together at Avenue Church. Point number one, it is a place to connect with others. It is a place to connect with others. It is a place to connect. We need connection. God created us this way. In Genesis chapter 1, God created the heavens and the earth. And seven days, he, he rested, and then he created Adam. And when he created Adam, Adam got the name. The animals had dominion over the land. And then in Genesis chapter 2, God says this in scriptures. He says, it is not good for man to be alone. And all the men said, amen. Come on, somebody. It is not good for man to be alone. So I will make a suitable helper for him. And so God caused Adam to fall asleep. I don't know if he ever woke him up, but he caused him to fall asleep, took a rib out of him and made Eve. When Adam woke up, he looked at Eve and he said, whoa, man. And that's how we get the word woman. I think it's in there. It's in there somewhere. Whoa, man. And that's where we get the term woman. Why? Because God said it is not good for you to be alone. It is not good for you to be alone. I'm not talking about marriage or dating relationships. I'm talking about doing life with others. Doing life with others. You know why I love doing life with others? Because we are better together. A few years ago, I participated in a marathon. Raise your hand if you're a marathon runner. You love to run. You're in a marathon. You're doing this. I don't see any hands. These are my people right here. These are my people. Come on, somebody. Why run, right? I would totally do a marathon and Uber to the end. Hey! I participated in a marathon. I was at the 4K handing out water. I didn't even run, you know. And so I had that 4K. I was at the very last uh, marker. And I remember our group, we would, we would cheer people on. Yeah, you got this. And we would hand out water. And people would take the water and go, Psh. I'm like, that's wasting. Quit wasting that water. And so we would get water ready. And we were at that 4K. And all of a sudden, it, it took a while. It took a couple of hours. And then once all the runners came through, we started packing up. And then I realized, as we're packing up, we thought the race was over. There was this woman coming around the corner. She was barely running. I don't know if you ever ran. If you ever run, you're running so slow that people are walking faster than you. Like, are you okay? Yeah, like, oh, God. <laughs> and so she was running around the corner, and I saw her. And I said, hey, guys, I got my group together. They said, hey, guys, there is a run. Like, she hasn't finished yet. Let's go and encourage her because we are better together. So we all ran back. We ran, we ran to her. We got around her and we said, come on, you got this. Come on, you're almost done. Come on. And to my amazement, she picked up the pace and she ran to the finish line. Why? Because we are better together. We are made for connection, but man, we are better 
together. Our common connection with that young lady was the finish line. Our common connection was the race. How many know life is hard enough, so let's not do life alone. Let's not do life alone. But here's my encouragement. Sometimes here's the pushback. The pushback is that relationships are an investment. Relationships are tough. Relationships are difficult. It's a two-way street. It's a difficult thing. We, are, we, were, uh, we, re- we remodeled our backyard, and we had to get some plants for our yard. And so instead of planting the seeds, we want an instant, right? So we went to Star Nursery, shopped around, find those plants, and bought some lantanas and bookavalias. And now I know these terms. <laughs> and so I would grab these plants. And what we would do is we would take these plants, and we would transplant them. So we would take them from Star Nursery in a pot, and we would take them to our yard, and we would dig a hole, and we would put them in the ground. We were transplanting them. And so when we put them in the ground, I mean, they were like, you got to put in shock uh, therapy on it. you got to put in the special stuff and the chemicals so that it doesn't go into shock and die. It is unnatural for a plant to be transplanted. It is more natural for a plant to stay in one place so it can have deep, Root. I've seen this so many times in relationships where we say, Pastor, I love your church, but it's just too hard, or it's full of hypocrites, or it's full of just messy people. I know it is. This isn't a perfect place to be, but it's a hospital. It's a place where we're going to get better every single step that we take. But I encourage you to stay planted so that you will flourish. Stay planted in the house of God. Stay planted in those healthy relationships. I'm here to tell you, there's some relationships you need to uproot, say, bye Felicia, and find some healthy ground. We got to stay planted, stay connected. Because here's what we believe at Avenue Church. We believe that life change happens. Listen to me quick. Life change happens in the context of relationships. Life change happens in the context of relationships. Relationships are key to our spiritual growth. That's why at Avenue Church, we are not a church with groups. It's not a uh, third-party thing. It's not something that we just hope you do. But at Avenue Church, we are a church of small groups. Now, how many know, as we grow bigger, it's been, it's been amazing to see the growth of this church, your generosity, your commitment, uh, your evangelism. It's great to see that. So as we grow bigger, here's my promise, we're going to grow smaller through groups. As we grow bigger, we're going to grow smaller through small groups. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 22 says this. It says, yes, whatever a person's like, I try to find common ground with him so that he will let me tell him about Christ and let Christ save him. Let Christ save him. What does this scripture mean? That common ground is something you're already doing. It's something you're already doing. So what are you currently doing right now that you can make it into a group? I even heard before service, hey, me and -and so-and-so, we play basketball. I was like, come on, sign me up. Why? Now we have a basketball small group. Hey, we like to go hunting. Hey, we now have a hunting small group. Hey, I have kids and babies. We need mommy and daughter play dates, all these things. Great. That is a common interest. So let's get together in a group. Groups take you from being a spectator to a participator. Takes you from being a spectator to a participator. You know, I get my old change on my truck. 
and I'll take it to the dealership. And uh, when I take it to the dealership, I'll drive around to the back where the shop is. In the shop, I'll park it, and I'll talk to the mechanics. There's oil stains everywhere. There's tools all over the place. Tools are dirty. You know, the cars are getting worked on. The mechanics are dirty. And I'll give them my truck, and then I'll go into the showroom. I got to tell you, I'm not a mechanic. I am so grateful for mechanics. You're a mechanic in this place. Thank you. I'm still looking for blinker fluid. I don't know where to buy blinker fluid. I got to fix my blinker. Some of you got that joke later. It's cool. I love you. But then I'll go to the showroom. And you know what the showroom is? Right? It's immaculate. It's beautiful. It's got snacks. It's got unlimited coffee. Come on, somebody. They hooked, got me. They got me right there. In the showroom, they have the best cars out, the brand new models out, models we can't afford. Come on, somebody. You could have you know, 59,000 payments of 300 a month. And you could have this. Oh, that's sweet. I could have that. But the showroom floor is a place of excellence. Let me encourage you to have a new church. Sunday morning is our showroom floor. Sunday morning, we want it to be a place where we pursue excellence. Because in our excellence, there's comfort. We want this to be a place where you can know God. You begin to experience the presence of God. It's to be a place where you walk out and go, I don't know what it was during worship. I don't know why I felt that way. Somebody told me uh, this week that during worship, just felt like like the skin like like what was that so that's the presence of God that's the showroom floor but how many know the real work takes place in the back in the shop small groups is the place where we get tuned up we get fixed up small groups is the place where we say hey listen I got this issue what's the issue sound like no 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 okay I don't know have <laughs> I mean, you ever do that right what's wrong with your car I don't know but it goes da 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 and then they go, I could really rip this guy off. That's what small groups are all about, to say, hey, listen, man, it's a place where I can connect. But point number two, it's a place where you can be protected. It's a place where you can be protected. To say, hey, I need to share this with you because this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I need to share with you that nobody else knows about, but I need to find freedom. I need to find freedom. Now, you might be saying, Pastor, how do you find freedom in a small group? Now, I want to be real with you this morning. I never liked small groups growing up in church. It was like, you want to be a part of a small group? Like, no, nah, that was Sunday school. Boring. You know what I mean? Or, or I, I used to host a small group in my home. Let's watch a video. Three guys would fall asleep every single time. Like, <sighs> I was like, hey, so what you think about that, you know? Why? Because I had a bad taste in my mouth about small groups until I realized it was all about doing life together. That here at Avenue Church, we have a free market system for small groups. Find a common interest, let's do it together. Find a common interest, let's do it together. And Jesus is always on our conversation. But here's what James chapter 5, verse 16 says. I want you to check this out. James chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Confess your sins to who? Does it say confess your sins to God? Confess your sins to something? No, this is what it says. Confess your sins to each other each other. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. So this is not a scenario where you get in your group and like, hey, listen, I'm going through this. I'm confessing. And they go, oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? Like, that's messed up. And they leave. No, the Bible says we confess to one another, then we pray for each other. Why? So that we may be healed. So that we may find freedom. For some, it's instantaneous, but for many, it is a journey that we go on. That, but in order to do that, we have to trust. And hear my heart today. 
that at Avenue Church, this is a safe place to find freedom. We won't abuse you. We won't embarrass you. We won't put you in the public spotlight. But I'm here to tell you that every number is a name, and every name is a story. I want to encourage you, tell your story in your small group. Begin to say, you know what? I need freedom in my life. I had some, uh, I used to do a fireworks fundraiser, and it's demonic. In the middle of Vegas, 120 degrees, we would have this little shack in a parking lot with blacktop. I don't know whose idea that was, but we raised money so students could go to summer camp. And I remember we'd go out there, and we, I mean, it was like my fourth or fifth year doing this. So tired of the heat. I'd be burnt every year. I'd be dehydrated every year. I'm like, for the glory of God, you know. So we got creative. We would bring out kiddie pools with ice and put our feet in there. We would bring out, we brought out two swamp coolers one year. And so one year we got a little crazy, all right. My group, we got a little crazy. We had swamp coolers out there. We had video games out there. We had a PlayStation out there. We had generators going to this fireworks booth. We're breaking every code in the fire code book. And so we're, we're doing this thing, and I'm kind of like, I don't know about this, guys, but whatever. Like, I need you to stay, be involved, and help me solve fireworks. Then a fire inspector pulled up, and I said, oh, no, we're going to get shut down. This is it. So I go to the fire inspector, and I'm like, hey, how are you doing? And he's like, hey, I'm ready to go through the checklist. So I was like, okay. And he turns his back to the booth, and he's talking to me. And he says, hey, we got to make sure we, we, you know, make sure there's no, like, electrical inside the booth. we got to make sure it's safe and nothing will start on fire. And I'm going, mm, okay. And all of a sudden behind him, I see all my kids loading everything up. <laughs> I'm going... I'm kind of, okay, like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. I said, well, let's go check out the booth. I kid you not. He turns around, and he goes into the booth, and my kids go around the booth. And then they bring everything inside the building. And I'm like, come on, my east side kids. That's what I'm talking about, baby. So we get approved and all that. He, he, he signs the paperwork, and my kids are like, we got you, pastor. We got you. I was like, where'd you learn this, you know? Do you know why I share that story with you? Because at Avenue Church, we want to make sure you are protected. We want to make sure it's a safe place for you to do life with others. Not cover things up, but to help you find freedom. <laughs> but even, I was golfing yesterday. Golfing with my father-in-law. And I was golfing, I'd get my swing going down. And as I hit it, it would kind of go that way a little bit. Not every time, okay? Not every time. But it would kind of hook or slice and... And also my father-in-law was behind me, and he was like, hey, can I say something? I was like, please, I don't want to lose these balls anymore. And he said, I think you're aiming that way. If you just turn your feet a little bit, make some adjustments. And so I made the adjustments. I listened to him, and, and when I swung, it went that way. I don't know what the deal was. But let me tell you this, because if I was golfing alone, I would have never had a different perspective. But because I had somebody else with me, I had someone that had a different perspective to say, hey, this is what the Bible says. Hey, there's some things we could change. You just got to change one or two things, and I'm going to help you in that process. I'm here to tell you that you can work through small problems by yourself, but big problems need a big God, and God loves using people. God loves using people. And can I be honest with you, one of the reasons why I love being in a small group, because some days just avoiding stupid is a win. 
just avoiding like, today was a good day. I didn't do anything stupid. Come on, somebody, high five, yes. But we are better together. And here's my last point as we close. That is a place to grow together. It is a place to grow together. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 says, Let us leave the elementary teachings about Christ and let's go on to maturity. Let's grow together. That if you're always stuck on your yesterdays, that you will not grow into the fullness of your true purpose and place with God. That is why groups is so important. That's why we're launching groups next Sunday. That we've already had people ask us, you can get more information. But I still want to encourage you, lead a group. We're not looking for theologians. We're not looking for those, I can pray real well. We're looking for those that have a common interest to do something together, to do something together. But to help me illustrate this last point, I want you to watch this video of Miguel and Lakeisha. Check this out. Hi, my name is Miguel. And I'm Lakeisha. I actually heard about Avenue because of him, actually. A few years before we moved here, it was on my heart to really get back into church. He kept telling me, there's this church that keeps popping up on my Facebook feed. And I don't know, I just want to go see it. We ended up going and it was perfect for all of us, for me, for him, for our son. I mean, Noah ran right into class and was excited to go. He wanted to be there. I wanted to be there. It was like, finally, God, thank you so much for bringing us here. The sermons are very easy and approachable, just like someone is speaking to you. and. And the fact that you guys have humor in everything in it, too, makes it so much easier for you to get something from it. So it feels good to finally have that place to grow again. It was just home. It's fun, you know, just open, like, open hand, open arm, and like, welcome. I've never felt anything like that before, and I just felt... I was home. Avenue actually found me. I didn't find him. Avenue found me. Mm-hmm. A new church. I really never got no God. I never really never did. Couldn't find him. But I found him now. Big part. <laughs> Big part of life now. I needed that. That one piece. Because I've been through a lot. I was in a dark place. Didn't care about it. Years, years ago, didn't care. Who knows where I'd be, honestly. I could have probably wanted to be here. That's a scary part. I've learned from myself that I have a lot to offer. Yes. <laughs> being able to usher and greet people, being able to have a cooking group and bring food and have people come into Avenue that way. Um, that's why I love my church. It's just somewhere that you can grow no matter what level. If you have been in church your whole life or if you're just barely walking in there and you know nothing, you can grow with this church. I love how our church loves everyone. It doesn't matter if you come in there and flip flops and a t-shirt, a tank top, if you have tattoos, tattoos if you, uh, it doesn't matter there. You are loved and embraced 
you're going to be talked to from the moment you come in there. Someone's going to ask if you need anything. You're never going to feel like you're not important. You're never going to leave there without someone having seen you and spoken to you. And that is huge. It's huge. So that makes me truly love our church. It really does. I'm Miguel. And I'm Lakeisha. And we, we love, love our, our church. church. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Can you stand with me, please? I love what she said. She said, can you stand with me, please? I love what she said. She said, it's a place to grow no matter where you're at. No matter where you're at. And as I close today, I would love to just pray with you. Love to just challenge you and encourage you. Will you join a group? Will you lead a group? Will you be involved in that process with us? Will you help us to be a church of small groups, not with small groups? And as I pray for you, I just love that story of Miguel and Lakeisha. Found us through Facebook and just joined the A team, went through Growth Track. She leads a cooking group. It's just amazing that the blessing of my heart come on somebody. But when Miguel was at his darkest moment, the battle that he had just to get up on a Sunday morning, I don't know if it's his wife or his friends, but he somehow he got here. He chose not to be isolated. He chose not to be alone. But he came to our church. I remember that day when he walked through our doors at his darkest moment that he knew this was a place where he can be connected. He knew this was the place where he could be protected. But he also knew this was the place where he can grow out of that. I'm here to encourage you that where you're at is not the finish line. Where you're at, you're not stuck where you are, but God has so much more for your life. And when he came in, his band of brothers, his group came in and they prayed for him. They embraced him. Why? Because we are better together. So let me pray today. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. Thank you, God. I want to say thank you for creating us for community. The Father, I pray today, for those that are in this room, maybe they're, they're being challenged to lead a group. Maybe we're challenged to begin to share our life. The Father, I say, forgive. Forgive us for, for being hurt in a relationship. The Father, I pray in Jesus' name that maybe we're afraid to share our life. The Father, I pray today that maybe you're here that you don't feel like you have any hope. You don't feel like you have any purpose in your life. I want to encourage you today. Will you take a step? towards Jesus. That today when you say, man, pastor, I'm tired of being sick and tired. I'm tired of doing life alone. I'm tired of suffering in silence. That after today, I want to share my life with others. After today, I don't want to do life alone again. With every head bowed, every eye closed, just for respect, just for privacy. But if you're here today and you said, man, I want to start by accepting Jesus into my heart. I want to start a journey with others. I want to go. Well, I, need, I want to go so I can grow. If that is you today, with every head bowed, every eye closed, will you put a hand up, put it right back down, and say, Pastor, that's me. Yes. Yes. Anybody else? Yes, over there. Anyone else? Yes. Come on. We can, can we give God a praise? I'm sorry. I get excited. I get excited because that is a huge step to take. So I want us all to pray this prayer with me today. Every head but every eye closed, say, Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me right where I'm at. And so today, I give you my life. Say, forgive me of my sins and wash me clean. Say, Jesus, you were raised for me. Now raise me to new life. Say, Jesus, 
I'll follow you all the days of my life. I now know who I am. I want to say this out loud. Say, I am saved. I am redeemed. And I'm a child of God. In Jesus' name, everybody shout it. Come on, give God a shout. Man, come on. I'm so proud of you. Here's what I want us to do. I'm going to dismiss you. But, man, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I want you to text HOPE to our number because we want to help you find your spiritual journey. It's more than just raising a hand, but it's saying let's get connected. Let us give you resources on how to find your unique next step. If you want to lead a small group, you can meet my wife in the hallway and say, I would love to do this. We'll train you. We'll equip you. We won't throw you out there and say, good luck. But we will make sure you know how to lead a group. But I encourage you, text HOPE to 702-727-8280. Maybe for you, it's Growth Track next Sunday. To say, hey, we're going to go to Growth Track, step one next Sunday. Maybe it's for you, it's water baptism. We're going to do it again because it was a great response. To say, I'm going to get water baptized because you know what? I'm going to make a public declaration of my life in Jesus Christ. So I love you guys. I'm going to dismiss you, but we have prayer team. If you want to stay longer in worship, we're going to provide one more song for you. But we want to make sure that you get all that you need out of today. So we love you. We'll see you next Sunday. We love you guys. Have a good week.